What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the All-American Sports Podcast. I know it's been a while, but I am back. It's your host, Chris Carr, here, bringing you guys a brand new episode. We got a lot to stuff to talk about today on the podcast. That's all coming up next. So as I mentioned today, a lot of stuff to cover. I'm only covering one of them, unfortunately, but I promise I will get you guys some episodes soon um, covering, I mean, just everything in the sports world. Wow, what a crazy week it has been. I mean, it's just three major things going on, in my opinion. I mean, maybe even more. Um, but, you know, within these three big topics, there is so much to talk about. It'll be spread out over the next few weeks. The one really time-sensitive thing that I will get to today and cover. It's what the episode's about. It happens once a year. It feels like Christmas to me right now. We're getting ready. We're actually in the process of, we have the first four games, uh, but March Madness. It is just, it, as a college basketball fan, even as a sports fan, even if you don't follow college basketball, if you're anywhere near the sports world, you know, you, you fill out a bracket, never works, but... <laughs> You love March Madness. I mean, it's just it's it's a time like no other. It's a playoff like no other. You have sixty four teams fighting it out, never knowing what's going to happen. Um, it's just it's it's awesome. It's awesome. It's indescribable because if you're not part of it, you don't know what it's like. And I hate to you know say that, but it's such an enjoyable time of year. Um, and I know I'm going to be uh, very excited. I have my bracket filled out. I'm going to give you guys the advice in just a second. Uh, but mainly, I mean, it's great. The NFL offseason is beginning, kicking off. We've already had some major signings. The MLB offseason is resuming. No more lockout there. That's crazy. But NFL, I mean, we got started off in the offseason by Tom Brady coming out and saying he is returning for his 23rd season after retiring, you know, about a month before. That's, that's crazy. We had a lot of quarterback turnover. Aaron Rodgers, first of all, no turnover. He is, uh, after all the drama, going to stay in Green Bay with his man, Devontae Adams, who picked up the franchise tag. But Rodgers got paid four years, $200 million, staying in Green Bay. Uh, it looks like for the long term um, there. So, I mean, relief for Packers fans. Any, everybody else is pretty scared right now and scrambling for a quarterback. I know the Denver Broncos were. They were scrambling. They picked up Russell Wilson in a huge trade package, historic trade package. Uh, going back to Seattle, bunch of picks, Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, all headed back uh, to the Seahawks in return for Russell Wilson. Seahawks are in search of a quarterback. They might look towards Deshaun Watson, uh, who is not charged with any criminal charges uh, after those sexual assault accusations. Uh, it looks like he's going to be back in the NFL playing this year, likely not in a Texans uniform. Trade rumors have sparked all around. Looks like he's headed elsewhere. Um, but we've also, I mean, there's just been so much big trades. That one, though, to me, really stuck out. I think that's the LA Rams effect. They just won the Super Bowl after going all in for a quarterback and Matthew Stafford. It worked out nicely. Now it looks like uh, Russell Wilson and the Broncos. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, staying in that division, the Chargers made some big moves. Khalil Mack, JC Jackson. There's it, just so much to talk about. It's hard not to get into it right now, but I promise after, you know, some more of the top guys, you know, go off the market, sign with teams, and it kind of boils over, I will produce some episodes. Some posts are coming, though, uh, mid, just midway through the offseason. It's a little bit, you know, of an odd time to really get a full podcast covering everything. 
Um, and the same thing goes to the MLB, which I'm very excited to talk about. We've had some crazy trades, crazy signings already. Um, opening day will be coming soon. It is a little bit delayed, but spring training right around the corner. Very excited. But both off seasons, it's a little bit of an odd time. We'll get to the time-sensitive stuff today, which is March Madness starting as I speak right now. I'm recording this Wednesday night. It is 8.45 Eastern time right now. Um, so we got some games in progress, some games already played for the first four, but uh, tournaments or brackets rather are not set in stone yet. So I'm going to help all you guys, give you guys my ultimate March Madness guide. I know the brackets never turn out the way we wanted to. It's almost impossible to get a perfect bracket, but I'm going to do my best. You guys can take my advice. You don't have to. I get it. It's tough, but you know, I'm a human being too. I'm going to make some mistakes. It's going to be very, very hard to get a perfect bracket, but I'm going to do my best. I'm going to take you guys through about every first round matchup, just, you know, brief explanations. Um, and then, you know, really highlight, though, the ones that I feel confident in. Some upset picks. I know everybody wants their hand on those. It's tough to feel confident, though, about anything in college basketball during the month of March, though. So anything can happen. Just remember that, um, except for 16 seeds being the one seeds which is where we're going to start. It has happened once. It was somewhat recently with UMBC in Virginia, and some people still think that's an excuse to make that, you know, pick pick a 16 seed, pick even a 15 seed over a one or a two, the pick that nobody else is picking, but I recommend. That's one of the bracket strategies. I would not do that. You know, this is playoff time. It's the teams that have, you know, worked the hardest all year. I don't think a one or a two seed, especially this year, is going to be upset. It's in any really year. I think three and 14 upsets are acceptable to pick. But outside, you know, and then you go down the list, of course, obviously they're acceptable. But I would recommend for all you guys filling out a bracket this year, not go with a one or a two seed losing in the first round. Um, And I don't think it's going to happen this year. Uh, I do have some upset picks, though, but I'll get to those in a bit. We're going to start out in the West region. With the Gonzaga Bulldogs facing Georgia State. Obviously, the Zags, no explanation there. We'll talk about that in a bit once we get further down. But got Gonzaga to start it off. Uh, Boise State and Memphis. I, this is a tough one. The eight and nines always are because, you know, they're the closest two seeds in the first round. Um, but it doesn't have a ton of effect on your bracket, you know, with the eight and nines. Because likely they're going to fall to the one seed right after. In this case, they are. Um, and I, I got Memphis. I like Penny Hardaway. I like the way, you know, he strategizes. He's an experienced guy. Um, and you know, Boise State is a good defensive team, but I like Memphis. They played hard all year. Um, they got some really, you know, big, more star players, I think, than Boise State. Play better competition, in my opinion. I like Memphis there. Um, and I'm gonna go kind of quick through this, you know, slow down as we get to the final rounds. Um, UConn, New Mexico State. This is one of the upsets. I know there are a lot of 5-12s every year, but this is the one that I really don't feel confident in an upset for. Uh, I don't like New Mexico State that much. They don't play the best of competition. Um, UConn, you know, they're a great shooting team, especially when they get hot. Um, I, I really like, you know, they passed the eye test in the regular season. Very strong team, a lot of star players. UConn over New Mexico State all day. Um, and then another another popular upset pick this year, uh, is Arkansas and Vermont, and I can see why. I mean, Vermont's a good shooting team. Everybody loves, you know, those shooting teams that are full of, you know, nobodies who turn out to be the big stars in March. I don't think it's going to happen, though. I think Arkansas, I really like the SEC play this year. 
Um, they played some great teams, knocked off some big teams. Yes, they had a few, you know, bad losses, but I don't think this is going to be one of them. I think Vermont's going to be a little bit intimidated by, you know, that length and athleticism on the Arkansas side. I got Arkansas or Vermont, um, no problem there. And especially for a team like that, you know, they really have not played any competition. And when you're shooting so well, you come into a game like that, they dominate their conference, I know, but you're going to be a little bit scared, especially facing a team like Arkansas uh, with athletes that are the best of the best. Then we have Bama uh, against uh, the winner of Rutgers and Notre Dame, which is to be determined um, as of right now when I'm recording this. Um, either way, though, I got Bama. I feel like I don't think this is a team that's going to go far this year, but I, I have confidence in them getting past the first round. You know, they, they can shoot well. They've had some nice wins. They show an ability to play well defensively. And like Arkansas in the SEC, they got some great athletes. Um, I, you know, Rutgers and Notre Dame, it's tough to pick these kind of teams because they're really, you know, the last two that are in, um, you know, to the tournament. And I just feel confident in Alabama to get it done. Uh, I don't really like picking the first four seeds anyways, just because, um, you know, you're getting in there and you're playing a game. A few days later, you're playing another one. Bama has time to strategize. I I like Bama on that one. Uh, Texas Tech and Montana State, I feel very confident in Texas Tech. I've watched Montana State a few times. Not a great team um, up there in the Mountain West. I, I I don't, I just, I feel confident in Texas Tech. No words needed. Don't take that upset. Um, I, I like Texas Tech. Very good defensive team. I think they can go far this year. Uh, Michigan State and Davidson. This one can really go either way. Um, I like Michigan State just because I like the Big Ten. I like what they've shown. Um, you know, Davidson, it's just a competition thing. It's, you know, who they face, who, who I'm used to seeing them face. And then when they go in, you know, which team is going to be comfortable, which team's going to be uncomfortable. I like Michigan State. Either way, though, you know, whichever team that wins is going to lose to Duke. So I got confident. Um, I got confidence in, um, you know, really any – you can – this is one of those where it's not a ton of impact in your bracket. Uh, but I, I have confidence in Michigan State to get it done. Uh, and then Duke over Cal State Fullerton, no explanation needed. Uh, moving on, we got the – um, I believe this is the South region. Um, yeah, so Baylor and Norfolk State. I got Baylor in this one. Um, you know, no, no surprises here. Like I said, one seeds will always beat 16 seeds. Uh, well, not always, but always pick that. Trust me, even if a 16 seed wins, everybody's going to be screwed with their brackets. So trust me, pick a one seed here. Go Baylor, even though I don't see them going far. Surprise, surprise. Um, next, we got North Carolina and Marquette in this one. I, I This could go really either way, but I like North Carolina. I like what they show in the ACC tournament. Uh, they've been good all season. Why not? I, I think Marquette can really be a hot and cold team. Uh, same thing with North Carolina, but it's just, you know, you have the guys to worry about on the defensive end for Marquette. You know, Armando Baycott on the other side, the big star. I just, I really feel confident in, in UNC. They always do pretty well in the tournament. So why not? Um, next, we got St. Mary's. Uh, they are playing. Uh, this was a playing game, but Indiana won yesterday, so they'll be playing Indiana. Either way, I I think um, I I like St. Mary's in this one. I St. Mary's is a team that actually I think could go 
really far or really short. I I don't know. I like their their pace is very very slow, but they're a very experienced team. Um, and Indiana, yeah, they were all right in the Big Ten. They had a good tournament, definitely. But what I saw from them in the regular season didn't really convince me that this is a team that's going to make it far in the tournament. This could go either way. Um, but I like St. Mary's. I just th- I think they have, you know, they know how they win. They know who they are. Um, a little bit better than Indiana. I got confidence. But either te- either way, I don't think any team is beating UCLA, uh, which is who I have beating Akron. It's really tough to see UCLA losing uh, first round. You know, they were such a good team last year, made it in the Final Four. They got pretty much the same squad back and did pretty well in the Pac-12. Not exceptionally well, but I have confidence in them getting by Akron. Uh, this is an upset that I just do not see happening. Uh, speaking of upsets that I do not see happening, this is one that I do see happening. 11 versus 6, I got Va Tech over Texas. Uh, Virginia Tech played really, really well in the ACC tournament. I think they should have been a higher seed, in my opinion. I like Texas and Chris Beard, but it still seems like Chris Beard is getting adjusted to this team and kind of fitting into it. Uh, They had a little bit of a shaky year. Virginia Tech is coming in hot, playing really good competition. Um, I like like Virginia Tech, uh, no problem here, over Texas. I just feel like they're honestly the better team. Uh, They're lower seeded. Why not? Let it fly. I'm going Virginia Tech. Uh, Purdue and Yale, this is going to be a good one, but I like Purdue. You know, they were really one of the top teams in the country at the beginning of the year, and then they kind of fell off as things went down. But Jane Nivey, uh, by himself, I think, can win Purdue this game um, and, you know, take them deep into the tournament. Very good defensively, uh, very good offensively. They have, you know, a future, you know, top five, maybe top ten pick in Jane Nivey. Um, who I feel confident in, and I got Purdue in that one. And then seven versus ten seeds, as I mentioned, usually, you know, close call doesn't totally matter. Uh, Murray State and San Francisco is a big difference between these two. I, I really, Murray State dominated their conference, um, and, I, you know, I read something, you know, I watched some of their games this year. They honestly look very similar to when John Morant was there um, in, you know, in his years, in which they won a few tournament games in. I remember they beat uh, Marcus Howard and Marquette. I think they knock off San Francisco here. I don't see them getting by Kentucky in the next round, but um, you know they got a very similar style. They have you know a star point guard like Morant again, and uh, San Francisco. I just I don't feel like they can get it done. And like more honestly, Murray State is a little bit of an intimidating team to face. I like them over San Francisco. Uh, next is Kentucky and St. Peter's, and I really really like Kentucky this year. I like their you know they've. Seemed like they have the most star power, honestly. Um, you know, a lot of these Kentucky teams have came came in and been very, very young. This is a little bit more of an experienced team. Calipari seems comfortable in it. However, I honestly feel like they could trip up here um, with St. Peter's. St. Peter's is a very good defensive team. It could happen. I Not closing the door on that, but I, Kentucky is just simply too good. But honestly, I think this is... A very hard matchup for them, um, but it's it's so it, you know it's like I'm not closing the door in that upset, but I also feel like Kentucky is one of if not the best team in the field uh, this year. So I gotta pick them here, uh, Kentucky over St. Peter's. But look out, that could happen. But I would not suggest putting it down. Um, I'm just gonna be interested to watch that game. That's all. Uh, moving on now, we got the. 
uh, west re- or no, this is the south region uh, coming up here. We just did the west, the east, now the south. Uh, I think I said last region was the south. Last, last region was the east. We started off with the west, west, east, south, and then we'll finish off with the Midwest after this. Uh, Arizona uh, will be playing the winner of Wright State and Bryant, which is actually on right now as I speak. Uh, I know Wright State was up. Either way, it doesn't totally matter. I got Zona um, rolling past the 16th seed. Next, Seton Hall TCU. I feel like this is you know one of those kind of toss up games, very similar to Boise State and Memphis. Just gut feeling. I, I got I got to go TCU. Um, you know, no big reason. I, I just feel like they are the better team, in my opinion, outright. They played a little bit better competition. Why not TCU? Houston and UAB. Now this is a very one. This is a very difficult uh, pick for me, but I'm going with UAB over Houston. I didn't pick any other 12-5 upsets, and I feel like one had to happen. And if one had to happen, it's this one. I feel like Houston is a very good team. They could make a very, very far run, do some damage, no problem. But I feel like they could trip up here. UAB is a very good team, um, especially from deep. Houston can have some bad losses at times. And none of these teams played the best competition. You know, we talk about Houston like they're great every year, which they, you know, they are. They're a very good team every year, it seems. But they don't play the best competition. I like UAP. I think they get hot from three, win this ballgame. Next, Illinois and Chattanooga. Uh, Chattanooga got in, by the way, against Furman. I I feel like everybody in the world saw that shot basically um, (laughs) – from half-court buzzer beater at the end of the game. That was crazy to get them into the tournament. You know, they had their moments. Uh, unfortunately, though, they're going to be shut down here against Illinois. Illinois, I don't feel too confident in, though, as a team. All of you guys know that just to start. But Chattanooga just simply is not a great team. Uh, I can't pick an upset there. I'm going to roll with Illinois. Um, next, we have Colorado State and Michigan. So, this one is very, very interesting because Colorado State, it seems like Colorado State would be an 11 seed and Michigan would be a 6. But, I mean, this year Michigan did not have a great season. Um, people were very, very controversial on whether they should have been in or not. Uh, they did get in pretty much the last seed uh, and they, you know, get Colorado State here. But it's not going to be an easy matchup for Colorado State by any means. Uh, Michigan faced the better teams. Um, they, you know, now have Jawan Howard back, played pretty well, um, in the Big Ten tournament. I got Michigan winning that one, no problem, uh, 11 over 6, whether, you know, it seems like it's 6 over 11 here, but, uh, but Michigan in an upset, which is weird to say. Uh, Tennessee and Longwood, this one has basically no chance of happening. Longwood is just not a good 14 seed. Tennessee is a very, very good 3 seed. They just won the SEC tournament. Thought they should have been higher, uh, and they weren't. They came in at a three seed. Um, so Tennessee, I got uh, winning that one. Next is Ohio State and Loyola Chicago. Uh, this one is you know really a toss up, and you know, between you know two teams here. But and, and Loyola Chicago normally does well in the tournament. I know, but. Ohio State, I have confidence in the run on revenge tour from last year. They didn't play very, very well in the uh, in the tournament, but I I feel like I got confidence in them to get it done. 
over Loyola or Chicago. Uh, either way, none of these teams is beating Villanova in the next round. And Villanova, by the way, is beating Delaware. No questions asked. Um, moving on, we had the winner of the Texas Southern and Texas A&M uh, Corpus Christi game. Um, I got uh, – it was – no, Texas Southern won that game. Either way, it's Kansas. I don't feel super confident about Kansas this year, but they got a very easy path in the Final Four, I think. Uh, probably the easiest path. In, I, I think this is probably the the least talented region. I hate to say it because every region, you know, has great teams. But the Midwest just isn't great this year, you know, when stacked up against the Southwest and East. Um, so I got Kansas in that one winning it. San Diego State and Creighton, I feel like this is a lob-seeded 8-9 game. I really like San Diego State. Very, very good defensive team. I feel confident in that one. I think they can give Kansas some problems, although I don't think they can win. Um, but I got San Diego State winning that one. Creighton's a good shooting team, which could, you know, give them a bit of trouble in the first round. But San Diego State, very, very good. I got them winning that one. Uh, next, Iowa and Richmond. Richmond had a great, you know, phenomenal run. It was crazy. They came in as a sixth seed to their conference tournament, won all the games, and they needed all those wins to get in. They did get in as a 12 seed. With that being said, I think their road ends here against a very good Iowa team. Played well in the uh, in the Big Ten tournament. Um, I feel confident in Iowa to get that one done, uh, even though I don't think they're going to go super far. Uh, next is Providence and South Dakota State. This is my team this year. I'm saying it right now, the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. And I know over the past few days, they've become you know a bit more popular, which I kind of don't like. People have been finding out about them. Uh, but the Jackrabbits, I like them. I think they got a very good first-round matchup against a four-seed in Providence. Uh, I feel like Providence, you know, they've won a lot of close games, but you don't want to be in, you know, very close games, especially in the NCAA tournament. Anything can happen. South Dakota State is very good, both sides of the ball. They can shoot the three well, uh, play well defensively. I, I like South Dakota State. Why not? Let it fly there. And I think they actually, surprise, surprise, win another game too after that one. Uh, LSU and Iowa State, a little bit weird with LSU here because they are a very good team, but they did just fire their coach and Will Wade. So an interesting situation, but I don't feel confident in Iowa State. Uh, not by the way they played the Big Ten tournament in this season, the Big Ten. I just The Big Ten is never that great uh, when it comes to the tournament. Those teams never end up doing well. I think LSU, whether it helps them or it hurts them, I think they win this game no problem. Um, against Iowa State. Very, very good team in LSU. Just wish they had their, their coach with them or, or something that would give me a little bit more confidence uh, for them to go further in the tournament. Right now, though, I don't see it. Uh, another upset that I'm picking. This is my biggest one. Colgate over Wisconsin. It's tough for me to pick this one because Colgate, I remember, was a popular upset pick a few years ago. It did not work out well. But this year, a very, very good shooting team going against a vulnerable Wisconsin team. I think once you get outside Johnny Davis, not a lot there uh, for Wisconsin. They can get slowed down at times, and I think Colgate can take advantage of that, hit some threes. They shoot the ball extremely well. I think Colgate uh, can beat Wisconsin there uh, in that one. Next, we got USC and Miami. Outright, I think Miami is a better team than USC. They played pretty well in the ACC this year. I honestly think they deserve the higher seed, uh, led by Cam Cameron McGusty and a few others. I mean, they really got a, a four-guard lineup with one forward, which is 
not typical uh, you know of teams these days, but they really they go small on you. They hit their shots very good offensively, not great defensively. Uh, but I think Miami, Miami is a team that could go far in this one, especially without you know a great Midwest region. Um, next, we got Auburn and Jacksonville State. No questions asked. Auburn is winning that one. Uh, we'll take it on to the second round here because why not? Uh, I like Gonzaga here over Memphis. Just I'm just gonna go rapid fire because I did kind of you know go through the, the teams already, um, and you know I'll explain a little bit, maybe a little comment here or two. But Zags over Memphis, no questions asked. UConn and Arkansas, which is gonna be a good one. But once again, I like Arkansas's defense, their length, athleticism. I think it overpowers UConn a little bit in a nail biter. I'm gonna go Arkansas. Uh, Bama and Texas Tech, as I mentioned, Bama really hot and cold. Texas Tech, very, very consistent, especially on defense. I like Texas Tech. Uh, Michigan State and Duke. Duke is the better team. Although I don't see them going far, they at least get a win here over Michigan State. Baylor and UNC, big upset. I got UNC beating Baylor. Baylor, a lot of injuries, still getting used to playing with this new group. I like UNC. Played well in the tournament. They've beaten some big teams this year. Why not add another one of that resume in Baylor? Um, so I got UNC over Baylor. Uh, next, we got SMU and UCLA playing each other. I got UCLA in this one. As I mentioned, St. Mary's can play well. Not against a team like UCLA, though. UCLA, too good. They were good last year. Um, why not do it again? I feel like they can get hot. They got two guys, Johnny Juzang. And Jamie Giacchez, who can you know beat pretty much anybody in this field. So I got UCLA winning that one. Virginia Tech and Purdue. It's gonna be a very, very close game, but I got Purdue. Jane Nivey's been too good. They got a you know a good team. We saw it a little bit at the beginning of the year. They're one of the best teams in the country. I think they beat Virginia Tech in that one. Close game, though, but I got Purdue. Uh then we got Murray State and Kentucky. I, I like Murray State a lot, but I I like Kentucky more, in my opinion. As I said, one of the best all-around teams in the field, um, and I think they can go very, very far. Arizona and TCU, I, I don't like any of these eight or nine seeds here against the ones, uh, except for UNC and Baylor. I think this is Zona by a mile. Uh, UAB and Illinois. Illinois let me down a few years ago when I picked them with Ayo DeSumo, and <laughs> I think they do it again. I like Kofi Coburn. I don't think a center like that can really carry you past, you know, a lot of teams though. I got UAB in an upset. They're coming off high after a win against Houston. They can get hot from three. And I need some more upset picks. Why not go with UAB? They're a good team. Uh Collar or no, it would be Michigan and Tennessee. Tennessee, better team. Michigan, as I said, yeah, I can see them getting a win. Not to though. Tennessee is a very, very good three seed. Um, and I got them over Michigan all day. Just simply the better team. Ohio State and Villanova. This one could be a good one, but I got Villanova. Coached by Jay Wright, led by Colin Gillespie. A very, very experienced team. All around, just very, very solid. Better team. Um, I, I like Villanova over OSU. Next, Kansas and San Diego State. This one could be a close one. I like Kansas, though. They're the better team. They got you know very, very dominant players all over. Um, and Bill Self just has one of his best teams in years. That he's going to take advantage of it, beat San Diego State in that tough defense. 
I had confidence in Kansas. Iowa and South Dakota State. Now, Iowa did show a tendency to kind of break down in some games. They have some stats to me that, you know, yes, they're advanced stats. But to me, don't look great, especially for a team like South Dakota State, who I feel like is very, very underrated, under the radar, uh, good on both sides of the ball, very, very good three-point shooting team. Why not give them the upset here, win two games in the tournament over Iowa? Uh, next, LSU Colgate, same exact thing. LSU coming off the coach firing of Will Wade might not be totally together. Yeah, I can see them winning a game here, but Colgate, high off a win versus Wisconsin. I think they keep it going, stay hot from three, make a few more shots, get the win. And then another upset. Are you ready for it? It's Miami and Auburn. I got Miami. Um, I, honestly, I love the school of Miami. But also Auburn, they've let me down a few times this year, especially that Florida loss. They've had some bad losses this year. Um, and, you know, the only thing I'd be a little bit worried about for Miami in this game is the fact that they don't really have a true center. But neither does Auburn when you look at it. You know, they're led by a strong front court, but I wouldn't call Jabari Smith a true center either. He could, you know, power this way through this one. But I, I like Miami. I feel like they hit a few more shots. And Auburn has shown a tendency to get stagnant and cold at times. Um, I think if Auburn finds themselves, they can go very, very far in this tournament. I just, I've seen too much. I feel like it's a lot, you know, with these, with these teams that come into, and same thing with Arizona, they come into the year very low ranked and have a great season, uh, but do have some glaring, you know, losses. It scares me a bit. And and I'm going to go with Miami in this one. Uh, We'll go back to the top here. You are uh, Gonzaga and Arkansas. Zags are the better team. Texas Tech and Duke. I think Texas Tech locks up Duke. I don't have very a lot of confidence in Duke. Not a big fan of Paolo Banchero. I had Texas Tech winning that one. I think a very good team defensively, three point shooting. That's what's going to get you through the tournament. They're a perfect example of that. Uh, UNC UCLA. I like UCLA in this one. UNC. Yeah, they. You know, I had the beating Baylor and Marquette, but ultimately they haven't been a you know complete team this year, and uh, I feel like you UCLA you know has been a little bit more than UNC for sure. I got them winning uh, and making it to the Elite Eight. Next, Purdue and uh, Kentucky. Kentucky has just been the better team. Purdue will crash. It'll happen. They did it already in the regular season. I think it happens again. Uh, Zona and UAB. I feel like UAB, I've been giving them some matchups here. Gave them two wins. But uh, enough is enough. Arizona's a very good defensive team. They haven't really played a good team yet, according to my bracket, with you know the 16 seeds. And then TCU. Now UAB, I feel like they haven't even gotten ready for the big competition, so I like Arizona there. Uh, next is Tennessee and Villanova. Close, close game that could go both ways. Both teams are very, very good, very similar to each other. I like Villanova, just a more experienced team, uh, especially Jay Wright, Colin Gillespie, as I said, who's really taken a big step up and felt like been, he's been in college forever, but I like Villanova in that one. Uh, next is um, Kansas and South Dakota State. I like South Dakota State, but I don't think they make it this far. I think Kansas just overpowers them. With their athleticism and defense and offense too. I mean, everything everything's been going right for Kansas. Much like Arizona, they haven't really played a great, great team yet in this bracket, and I don't think they really do in their whole region. Because uh, next up is Colgate and Miami. I got Miami winning, 
that one, uh, you know, high off a win versus Auburn. They are my team this year to go far, kind of out of nowhere. I think they make it to the Elite Eight. Back to the top, Gonzaga and Texas Tech. Close game, but I got the Zags. It's the better team, in my opinion. Although I don't think they make it much further. I feel like Chet Holmgren can be vulnerable. They can be vulnerable at times. You know, as a whole, we saw it against St. Mary's. When they get blushed, you know, or they can get blushed when they face, you know, these aggressive and physical defense and get a little nervous at times. It gets me a little worried. Could happen with Texas Tech. I got them winning that game, but not anymore. UCLA and Kentucky. I feel like UCLA, yeah, they've won some games, but I think the same thing's going to happen as last year. They're not, you know, a, a team that's going to win a championship, win a title game. Um, I, I like I like Kentucky in this one, and I have Kentucky making it further. Uh, next is Villanova and Arizona. Really, this one could go both ways, but I came down to the same thing I said with Auburn. You know, Arizona, especially against Colorado, has shown an ability to kind of break down at times. I think that defense is solid. The offense, though, can get stagnant. I've seen it against even Pac-12 teams. I like Villanova over Arizona. Villanova is always a good tournament team. Uh, next is Kansas and Miami. Another close one, I feel like, but Miami's gone for too long. Uh, Kansas, I feel like, keeps on rolling. Final four, then, consists of Gonzaga, uh, Villanova, Kentucky, and Kansas. I know, a little bit boring, but these are the teams I feel most confident in. I got Kentucky over Gonzaga. I feel like they're the better team. Same thing with Villanova over Kansas. I feel like Kansas haven't really played the best of the best competition yet, especially in this bracket. I think when they see Villanova, who's already been through the storm, it's gonna be it's gonna be Villanova winning that ball game, better tournament team. And then Kentucky and Villanova. I got Kentucky taking it home. I feel very, very confident in them all around. Um, I mean, they, they've just been good all season long. And I really like the SEC and what they've done, you know, this year. They face some good competition. You know, they have high expectations coming into this year. Uh, but Oscar Toshibue, a wooden award candidate, he's the best big man in the field, in my opinion. They're only one of six teams to rank top 30 in adjusted offensive and defensive efficiency. It's been a stat that's been a commonality among national championships. Uh, national championship teams over the past few years. Why can't they do it this year? I don't know. I I think I think they're gonna be good. You know, I know they're getting a little bit of a revenge tour from uh, their loss to Tennessee in the SEC uh, semifinals. I can I think they can get pretty far. So uh, I I got I had Kentucky winning it all. That's that. It's been on for too long now. Voice is getting a little tired, as you guys can probably tell. It's been thirty five minutes. You stayed to the end. Thank you for listening and some more podcasts covering this crazy, crazy past few weeks in the sports world. We'll be coming up next. But enjoy March Madness, and I'll see you next time.